my first weightlifting meet in the TSS H-Town Showdown. This is Chalk My Back. That is Chalk My Back. You're right. Oh, buddy. You're in the zone. We're, we're back. We are back with your regularly scheduled programming. Welcome to another episode of Da-na-na-na, Chalk My Back. Would you rather? <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know what you would rather F, do. F Mary Kill. <laughs> uh, they oh, should do an. Man. They should do a. They should do an F Mary Kill with us three. Yeah, for and, all, uh, yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, see who it is. I and think the unanimous three, decision you... would be to kill me. Well, Josh then... has the fattest ass. I'll probably <laughs> fuck him. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I would oh. too. Can I'll, I get in on that? I'll, I'll kill myself after this meet, and I'll marry you. <laughs> Damn. All right. I'm down for that. All right. I'm glad, I'm glad we got that out of the way. Those those are the hard-hitting questions that people have come to okay. expect. What, what yeah. about you? Uh, I'll kill myself. You'll kill yourself? Yeah. Who yeah, would you I'm, marry? I'm, Who would you fuck? Uh, I'll fuck myself, too. Okay. Oh, that's the an answer and choice. Can, can, can you do uh, that? Yeah, uh, you can do that. I think you can do that. I'd, I'd still marry Josh, though, with that fat ass. Oh man! Oh, okay. cool. All right. So now that we've diminished our <laughs> listeners a little bit, let's uh, let's get into the meat. Oh, well, so, let's get rid. Let's get rid of some more. Josh, what's what's yours? Oh man, <laughs> I would marry Anas and I would kill Abe. Oh damn! Do you fuck yourself. Because the fat ass, right? That's fair. That's up. fair. Yeah, the yams, the yams. I like that. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool. <laughs> Um, so as I, as I said in the intro, uh, my first weightlifting meet, uh, I, I, this episode is going to be dedicated to Anas and his 7,000 athletes that competed this past weekend at the, the TSS Houston age town showdown. Um, so I won't, I won't go into it too deep, but I had a fun experience being able to help a friend of the podcast handle some of his athletes at the, uh, the first annual cornerstone weightlifting uh, championships in uh, in arlington texas so it's a weightlifting competition and a quick rundown in case you have never been to a weightlifting competition if you're primarily in powerlifting uh, weightlifting competitions move so much faster than powerlifting competitions we went through like three sessions before before noon it was awesome um quick rundown of the day Joey Wynn. Did I tell you it was Joey Wynn? Friend of the podcast, Joey Wynn? Uh, Doc- you didn't, uh, Dr. Physio you, you Joe. was a friend. Yeah, yeah. You didn't mention who it was, though. Yeah. Dr. Physio Joe. Joey Wynn. Very own. October Zone. Um, he was... He asked if I could help handle a few of his athletes. And, of course, I jumped at the opportunity because I've never been to a weightlifting competition before. So, I was intrigued and slightly aroused. So <laughs> why is that? Yeah, I get there. I get there. I get there at like eight in the morning, seven in the morning. But we went to get breakfast. Like lifting started at eight thirty, and it was like run, like go, go, go. Like there was, it was a first session. Started at eight thirty. If you've never been to an Olympic meet, some cha- some differences between weightlifting and powerlifting meets. First is that in a weightlifting competition. They do have they do have flights, they do have first, second, and third attempts. 
They only have two comp movements. They have the snatch followed by the clean and jerk. And they're both done, uh, you know, uh, one after the other. They finished all the snatches, all three attempts, and then they move on to clean and jerks after a short intermission. But one of the biggest difference is that in weightlifting, you have the opportunity um, to follow yourself. So in powerlifting, we all know, and if you don't know, I'll tell you, you go through each attempt first. Everybody everybody in the flight goes through their first attempts. Then, based off of uh, the order of lightest to heaviest lift, everybody goes through their second, and then everybody goes through their third. Not the case in Olympic lifting. In Olympic lifting, the bar only goes up in weight. It never has weight taken off of it. So if you are maybe a more inexperienced lifter, and your first, second, and third attempts are lighter than somebody else's first attempt, you'll go all three attempts before that next person goes. So it goes in order of weight based off of first, second, and third attempts, which is kind of crazy to me because there's a whole lot of like psychological games that the coaches will play with the, with the judging table. So like, we all know that in an, in a powerlifting meet, you have to give the officials your next attempt, but that's not the case necessarily in Olympic lifting. If you don't give the officials your next attempt, they'll just automatically increase the bar from a successful lift by one kilogram. And then you have two minutes if you're following yourself, in which case then the, the coach has 30 seconds to change your attempt and then your clock restarts two more minutes and then they have the opportunity to change your attempt two more times your clock doesn't restart but it pauses the clock for enough time for the loaders to to load the bar that gives the lifter a little bit more time if they're following themselves that happened a lot of times um and once the the first session was done which Joey's athletes uh did did very well um there was Cameron uh, Falkenberry, and there was Dylan Floriana. Those two athletes did very, very well. Dylan went six for six. Cameron went five for six, but still very good showings. And I was able to, I was able to commentate the second uh, session as well, which I won't go into too much details. Maybe maybe in a later in a later episode, but. Let's just say Olympic Olympic lifts or Olympic uh, meets are a lot quieter than powerlifting meets. <laughs> so um, I was like, I was managing the attempt table and the and the TV where the you know attempts were displayed and announcing at the same time. So it was a little a little crazy. But shout out to Cornerstone Weightlifting in Arlington, Texas. It's a new gym, only been open for a few months, and uh, they put on a on a heck of a show. So that was my experience on Saturday while Anas was handling like 40 different athletes. So do y'all want, do y'all have any questions for me before we get into Anas? Yeah. How'd you like it? Cause you said it's your first one, right? Yeah. No, I liked it a lot. I think Cause... it was fun. I think it was fun. It just, I don't know. I like, I, I think it was super, I think it was very interesting that I was able to like, that I was able to learn so much about like a strength sport that I hadn't been exposed to, you know, cause in powerlifting, you know, we've been doing this for like, you know, almost a decade at this point. So you kind of know the, nothing really surprises you as much, but in, the, in that meet, everything surprised me. 
like like what what specifically surprised you like the tactics yeah the tactics, like the tactics of... that people would use yeah 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 like there's a whole different level of psychological like warfare almost because you can really like it, you can change the order in which a lifter will go based off of what the coach has the declared attempt as like and they can increase by smaller kilo by smaller increments so they they can really just add on one kilogram and then make some like make somebody else go before them if the if the numbers are that close it's like the 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 clock playing with the clock was something that surprised me and also just how quiet <laughs> how quiet people prefer to be and i get it it's a, it's a technical i'd say it's more technical than powerlifting in a lot of ways um and like athletes really would like they they prefer silence when they're when they're going up for an attempt so that was oh yeah yeah it yeah. was interesting Weightlifters like silence so yeah they're 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 anal like that you know mm-hmm. <laughs> they they like to think when they do things whereas we like to yell and you know run around and sniff ammonia <laughs> <laughs> yeah i didn't see any ammonia they had very minimal equipment too that was pretty cool like very like you know ray-ban knee sleeves and the lightest basically oh, bandages garbage can equipment uh, what huh oh what? yeah they didn't even, they didn't even spend 200 dollars on their belt what the hell yeah, I thought they were poor uh, thought i walked into a hobo shant- shanty town like just oh. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah i mean weightlifting meets are cool like you said they they run pretty fast and i like uh, that the, i did yeah yeah the the playing with the clock thing that's more of a thing to like guarantee a little bit more rest for lifters but um kind of like you mentioned if you're at the uh, beginning of the flight you're usually gonna follow yourself so you're not gonna get any rest anyways so but you know I thought it was interesting that like it kind of almost felt like a deterrent if you were like really inexperienced or like really really strong to go into a lower level meet like so if you're really, really inexperienced and your lifts are significantly lower than somebody else's first attempt, then you do have a higher probability of having all three of your attempts simultaneously before this, the next competitor even goes and vice versa. I saw a lot of stronger athletes having to do the same thing. Whereas like in powerlifting, we all, we always see national ranked competitors compete at local meets and just dominate because you know they have the same uh basically conditions because they have their five to ten minutes between attempts whereas in in weightlifting i guess if you have a really good judge who can buy you that time i guess it doesn't it doesn't affect you as much but it seems like if you're super strong and you go to a local meet you're gonna have to end up following yourself at the end of the flight which you'll probably end up winning with your first attempt but still it just doesn't seem as like as optimal as it would be in powerlifting man speaking of judging did joey tell you about what happened at his thing did he did he expunge on his his story about his last clean and jerk no please do oh so he got called for his feet i don't know if i mentioned this or not but yeah he got called on his feet uh so one of the like technical points of weightlifting is you got to bring your feet in line before you get the down command when you clean and jerk. And I guess he didn't bring his feet together. 
so he didn't get his left two to one. But but it was funny because like no one else was really noticing it but me because I was there like helping him right, and then like some jerk in the crowd starts yelling it, oh, feet feet, God, God dang it, shut up, don't don't say that like yo don't remind them yeah don't don't like stop talking yeah because <laughs> like the hell? he he looked like he brought his feet like together but they weren't in line but. Mm. I wasn't going to yell at him because I was like, yeah, it, it's close enough. Like, they're going to give it to him if he oh, just, like, stands still. Yeah, but then exactly. some some rando in the crowd yelled feet. And, of course, the, judge, the judges are like, oh, look at his feet? Okay. Well, now, yeah, everybody's yeah. talking about it now. Shit, we can't yeah. ignore it. <laughs> yeah. But just a little tangent. He got really mm-hmm. salty about it. But, yeah. <laughs> Joey, seeing Joey in his element as a weightlifting coach is really interesting. I was like, it's very similar you know what I what I realized, what you know, you kind of. I guess I kind of already knew this, but like what it was showing me watching Joey get his athletes ready is that like a coach really, I mean, knowledge of the sport is important, but there are some key fundamental principles and and skills that coaches have that are like universally translatable to different areas, you know, different sports and different, different niches, you know, making sure that your athletes taken care of, making sure your athlete is, is not overly nervous, making sure your athletes prepared, giving the expectations about what the day is going to be like, making sure that you are, you know, timing warmups, like all that stuff. It, it seemed very familiar, which I really enjoyed. Um, so it, is something that, you know, I feel like is, it's reassuring knowing that the skills that we're developing in powerlifting or just, you know, using powerlifting as a proxy to get into coaching, it's something that you can translate into other areas as well, not just sports, but seemingly into other aspects of your life as well. Um, being a good coach is something that I feel like is is a, a, a transferable skill, 100%. Oh yeah, for sure. And Joey definitely has that. Yeah. He's, shout out to Joey. Yeah, shout out to Joey. He Even left that his... day he had like four cases. No, he had like five cases of bang energy drink or rain energy drink, I guess was they he, gave it was to him. Was he was he talking to the bang girls again? There was no bang girls at this meet. I think <laughs> there <laughs> no bang girls. This oh, is okay. a really it was like a really small meet. Like it was like one platform. But like thirty people in a weightlifting meet, Josh, you said was was pretty good. Yeah, that's a pretty good turnout. Yeah. Funny enough, like I've been so conditioned to just go to meets, and you know how they like charge you at the door. Mm-hmm. I like when I went into Joey's meet, and I had like my card in my hand. They're like, "Oh, no, 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 we don't do that here. You just you can just walk around the corner and go watch." Yeah, that's so crazy. I was wow. like, they must. Wait, I wonder how much you, you pay to be in a weightlifting meet. Yeah, I was like, you don't want my money. And they're like. <laughs> No, you can just go watch for free around the corner. It's like you're like, but I don't have to buy a jacket. Are you sure? No membership <laughs> fee. No, no, no shirt fee. Huh? Josh bent over, pulled his pants down. You don't want to yeah. fuck me? Yeah. <laughs> you sure? What, what was it? What is it you said? Oh, uh, he's like, it's not protocol to look at my peepee when I when you do a drug test yeah huh? well, is it not is it not is that not wait. standard protocol wait hold on a second wait, wait. i need to i need to call somebody <laughs> <I need> to... <laughs> that was just that was just funny business 
yeah so, yeah that yeah. was that was a fun time that was my uh first weightlifting meet and you know again shout out to joey and his athletes uh cameron and dylan i i hope to be doing more well you know i'll, I'll help out in the future i told joey i'll be his like his pit crew if he uh you know if and when he does some more of these meets yeah yeah handling joey for a weightlifting meet is a whole nother whole nother beast of like trying to handle somebody he seems like the type of lifter to be like super like active and not really want to like sit down which is like a big pet peeve of mine you nailed it a hundred percent like i would you know it's kind of like I wouldn't say it's kind of like powerlifting, but it's like you want him to sit in one place and take their attempt and then go sit down, right? He was the complete opposite of that. He went to go do a powerlifting meet in between his attempts of weightlifting. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, he's got marathon. like nerves and he's like running around looking at stuff. I'm like, no, no, yeah. no. I've, <laughs> I've got it. Just go sit on your chair. Yeah, I was telling him, I was like, hey, you just like tell me what you need. Like point me where you want me to be and like i'll go it's funny like he called me friday night before the meet and uh i didn't recognize the number i, I guess i didn't have his number saved for whatever reason and then it was Ooh. funny because i didn't recognize the number and i didn't recognize the area code so i answered it you know the voice i i heard i thought i heard like how, how did he how did he pick up it was okay so it was like this it was like this okay so i'm like you know ring 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 ring, ring. ring. and i'm like hello there's a little silence, and then I hear, "Hey, what's up, fam? It's four physiophys." No, I hear this. I hear this. Hello, and like usually when I hear typing followed by a hello, in my mind I'm like, "Oh, this is a spam caller. Like somebody overseas is like in a call center, and they're you know <laughs> they want to talk to me by my extended war my warranty." <laughs> so I do this. I'm like, "Hello." He does that, and then I immediately hang up. Like immediately. <laughs> and then i was in the car with ruth and she's like who's that i'm like i don't know some spam caller or something i don't even know and then i look on, i get a message from joey and he's like damn why you hang up sad face i was like oh <laughs> shit that's <I told> <laughs> joey <laughs> and then he sends me a screenshot of his uh call log and it's like call uh outbound call to abe five seconds <laughs> i was like i'm sorry dude <laughs> uh, but he called me to let me know what the game plan First Saturday was, but I was like, man. I was like, hey man, being a host on a thing. podcast changes you. Yeah, I was like, hey, you got five <laughs> seconds to get my attention. If you don't get it, that's it. <laughs> what? You're not sponsoring the pod? I'm out of here. <laughs> I don't want to talk. If you ain't talking money, I don't want to talk. <laughs> I was like, who is this? Manscaped? <laughs> NordVPN. All right, cool. But yeah, that was that was my experience. What I really want to dive into, because I have man, I, you know, Anas, I don't know. Yeah. You you had a live video Friday afternoon, which I was a, a part of, not a part oh. of, but I was contributing to. Like you were, yeah, I you saw are, you were. You lifting. were in the crowd. Yeah, yeah. That, you were in the I chat. In the crowd. Even though the IG kept kept stopping it every like thirty it's seconds. Of music, I think. Uh... Can't have music playing in the background. Is that what it was? Yeah, it kept cutting off. It says, uh, "Yeah, it was, it was saying something about music." Um, copyright. It's copyright yeah. music. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, but you were lifting Friday night, which is like six o'clock, and then 
you drove straight to Houston. So tell us about just tell us the whole weekend, dog. Just give us like the rundown. Give us the nitty gritty. Like I don't even care how your lifters did. Like just, I want to know, are you okay? <laughs> you don't care about my lifters did. No, I care um, about you, Doug. Are you okay? Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, they're both. You, you're over here saying you want to kill yourself, man. I don't know. We shouldn't probably, Josh. We can't let Anas leave this podcast <laughs> no. today until we get him some help. This is an intervention. <laughs> okay. I mean, how my how my lifters like did like it will correlate with how i feel um, oh shit. So, I mean, yeah, so yeah yeah so you have to <laughs> care about how they did okay all right tell us uh, tell us about the weekend tell us friday night to whenever okay, you yeah, go so, back sunday night yeah so friday night friday night is usually my my heavy squats um like easier deadlifts and like some bench some bench work uh, i usually i mean i, I usually train at at the gym on Friday, just because I want spotters for for my squats. Mm-hmm. But since, but since I had to leave, uh, yeah, I had to leave like as soon as I can, so I can get some sleep. Mm-hmm. When I get to Houston. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so trained at home. I think I started around like five, six or so. Um, finished around. I forgot. Maybe I, th- I think I finished around. Nine, nine thirty, or ten, and so I, and I, and I haven't uh, finished their attempt sheets. So like, I was like, I either do it before I leave, or I finish them when I get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I finished them before I left. Uh, then I think I left the house around like ten, ten thirty <laughs> or something. <sighs> Then, wait, yeah, wait, 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 wait! Six hour drive away. Yeah, it's, that means that means you got there at like sixteen o'clock. Sixteen o'clock? <laughs> no, it's only three hours away. What? Yeah, Houston is like three fifty. Yeah, three hours oh. and fifteen minutes away. What? Oh, okay. Well, then yeah, my, it's, it's my best and the tool man Taylor. Uh? Wait, <laughs> Houston's three hours away. How fast were you going? No, it's. That's what okay, it is. don't worry. Don't, don't answer that just in case the police are listening. Uh, he's going to dox himself. Yeah, don't, <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, answer yeah. that. That's a, so, that's a baiting okay. question. Okay, so you get there at 13 o'clock. And so... Yeah, yeah I get there around like 2, yeah, 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one fifty, two 2 a.m. Yeah. Uh, the meet starts at like 9 o'clock, right? <laughs> why, yeah. why even go to sleep? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, ch- I try to go to sleep, but I couldn't fall asleep until like 5.30. And I had to wake up at 7.30 or 8.00. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, took I, an I abbreviated nap. Yeah, yeah, what is I that? Didn't, <laughs> I didn't get good sleep. I only got a couple hours. I'm trying not uh, to shit on you as much, and I'm sorry. It's just you telling me that you got like zero sleep, basically. Yeah, on Saturday. I mean, I, I made it up when I when I came back. I think I, uh, yeah, I slept slept well. Well, I slept okay because like, it's funny because on Sunday, like I came back Saturday night, like after the meet. The meet finished at. Close to eleven o'clock. Yeah, I saw you posting stuff real late. I was like, "Wait, is this like videos that he recorded late earlier in the day?" Because I saw like Eric uh, was like lifting at like, like you said, like ten fifteen. I was like, "What the? What is this?" Yeah, they finished. Well, they had three sessions. Um, oh, day three one. sessions. Oh, okay. And day two, I think they had one or two. One, maybe wow. one or two. This is a big meet. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, the meet started at. Well, weigh-in started like around seven. Lifting started at nine, mm-hmm. and uh, finished around eleven o'clock, eleven p.m. Yeah. 
How many lifters do you have on Saturday? Like quantity wise, how many lifters? My my own lifters, I think I had uh, five, and I think I handled one extra one, uh-huh. uh, like a friend, a friend of mine. Yeah, and uh, so I mean, I, ha- I had to go back sun- uh, Sunday because like I had I had work. I don't want to, I don't want to skip two days of work, and uh, only had yeah. one lifter on Sunday, um, so I had to leave. Right after the meet, which was like eleven o'clock, eleven p.m. Yeah, uh, got home around. I think I grabbed some food, so like I got home around three. Oh, yeah, you get? around around three. Uh, I just I just stopped by Bucky's. What the fuck? You got it's gas? Not, uh, that's a clutch choice. Yeah, I, I approve of that choice. Yeah, it's eleven o'clock. <laughs> I don't know like where to go. Yeah, yeah it's it's, it's either like, wait eleven at night, eleven in the morning. No man, no, 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 Saturday, Saturday night still. Yeah. Saturday We're still Saturday night. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, so your only choices then are like Waterburger, McDonald's, and Bucky's. Yeah, so like yeah. out of those three, that's that's a solid choice. Yeah, no, you were did, too tired to get into a fight to go to Waffle House, so you couldn't do that. that. Is oh, true. Yeah. No, you I don't want to go to Waffle a, House on a Saturday night. I, I drove by Canes on the highway. I was like, damn, I should have stopped there, but I didn't. I didn't know there was one. Yeah, they're open at eleven. They close at one. Yeah, they close oh, at one. one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. But go, that's go, where go. the high schools go to fight on a Saturday night. <laughs> you don't want to go there. You know? <laughs> what is it with people fighting at restaurants? What the hell? It's cool, funny because yeah. I, I got I got home around two or three, took a shower, then like I had to wake up around nine thirty. I was yeah. like, okay, like I'll, I'll get like a good five six hours sleep, and I was I was tired enough that. I knew I was gonna fall. I was gonna. I was gonna fall asleep. Yeah. Not like Saturday night where I was. I was on pre workout. Like I couldn't. Couldn't really you fall were asleep. Wired probably. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah. Like you, I, so did you fall asleep? I'm so no. I, I. So I fell asleep. But the funny thing is, like I set my alarm, and I just slept through like f- like four you said, alarms. For, you said forget my, all that. My yeah. alarm was going off for <laughs> around two hours. <laughs> I just like I didn't even. Man, you were yeah. that out of it, yeah. Yeah, I didn't it started, even. It started sounding good to you. You were just like, "Yeah, I like this song." <laughs> <laughs> you ever had a dream? You ever be it sleeping so hard that your your yeah. alarm is in your dream? Like, hey, come on, what's going on? Maybe, I, maybe I had that too, but it didn't even wake me up. I only woke up. I think um, like people started calling me. I was like, "Where are you? Like, where are you at? Like, are you okay? You yeah, you're like you're you're an hour late." <laughs> <laughs> so I just, yeah, what did I you say? Up. Well, I'm curious. When they said you're an hour late, did you say I'm on my way? No, when you're still in bed? <laughs> once, once I like once I woke up, I just like I looked at my phone, saw saw like how what the time was. Mm-hmm. I, I just knew immediately it was like like what's going on. You're like, gosh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm on the way. Like, oh. I'm, I'm leaving. I didn't, I didn't even do anything. I just didn't even shower. Didn't even brush your no, teeth. No, no, no time nothing, for that. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I just yeah. put on my pants and left. You know what? Oh, actually, man. you know, maybe this is an unpopular opinion, but I feel like you waking up on a, a Sunday morning after some good sleep, not brushing your teeth, not not taking a shower, you're probably rested. You're probably feeling like calm, cool, collected at that point. Just don't talk to I nobody. Felt, I felt okay, but I mean, I did have to. I did have to talk to people. Which yeah, is, you were like. Hi, um, <laughs> how are you doing? Just don't use any H's that day. <laughs> yeah, I have to have to stay away from people. Yeah, but that's crazy. You you literally um probably got collective like maybe eight hours of sleep for both days. Uh, 
Yeah. Maybe. After I mean after when I when I got back home Sunday. Sunday uh, night, yeah. Yeah, Sunday night. I had so I had a I had a lot of catching up to do. Mm-hmm. So I fin- I finished programming half and everything. Of, I, went, I finished half of it. Then like around ten o'clock, we were gonna record, but like around no, ten today's, o'clock. T- no, today's Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. Yeah, okay. today's Tuesday. Yeah. What do you mean? Okay, we, were, yeah. we were gonna. You mean last Tuesday? We were gonna, we're, yeah, yeah, we were gonna we record early and release it. Yeah. Yeah. What I want. What I want to make sure that the audience understands is that we're talking to you live right now. I don't want you yeah. to think that this is a recording. This is not a microphone that I'm talking into. This is your ear that I'm talking to. We, we recorded this before you left for Houston. This is pre- yeah. pre-recorded, yeah. I know you're on the way to, to the gym and or work or, and or on your lunch break. And I just want to let you know that this is live. <laughs> and I'm watching you. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so after, after, so once, yeah, once, once I, yeah, Sunday night, uh, like I got, I got back from, got back from work. I was like, I was so tired. I took a nap. I took like a three or four hour nap. Woke up at two. Like I started like a, and I and I went back to work. Then fell back asleep, like at six or seven. What? And I don't I don't even know when I woke up today. I just if I, don't, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't understand uh, that. I don't understand how you. I, can I woke do that. up. Yeah, like I woke up kind of beat up, like my my left. <laughs> Yeah, my my right my right side is like <laughs> getting old, dog. You can't be doing yeah. that no more. Yeah. You can't do old. I, yeah. I, I I got that Chris Duffin tattoo again on my right heel. <laughs> you got, you got I've been, the I've been getting, I've, yeah, I've been getting those tattoos a lot. Damn. So I know I saw I saw you Saturday on some posts that you had the you had the capris on the jeans rolled up at the at the ankles and it was you hot. had the you had the horizontal striped shirt I, you look yeah. hot you look yeah you yeah. look in more ways than one but what was up was that is that your uniform is that your stepdad that is, uniform that, that is my that is my uniform for the for, for me yes. be careful because people are gonna think you're legit just like at the the europa <laughs> meeting you can start asking questions excuse me sir where do i go to piss and do they have to look at my pee? <laughs> well i rolled my pants up so they don't so don't they don't think I'm oh, official. Okay, oh, okay, yeah, okay. a little, little bit more had, casual. I, yeah, yeah. If I had my my pants rolled down, you know, they would have for sure asked me questions. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I have a question. He just points at his ankles. Oh, sorry to bother you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you don't work here. Yeah. Oh, you definitely don't work here. So do you? Uh, so you had six athletes plus one floater on Saturday, and then um, I had yeah six. Six of them were six. Six of them were my lifters. Yours. One friend. One friend. Uh, so yes, yeah, sat- okay. So I have a question for you. Like you, you saw the the people like my lifters pose. Like what what did you guys think? Like how did you think like the meat went? Uh, um, for some reason, well, you just go first. From the outside, yeah, from the outside okay. looking in, okay. I'll give you just, my perspective. Just just like, from social media, it looks like the only one that killed it was Eric. Like, mm-hmm. ever, and he was the like, one that lifted the latest. <laughs> like no one else looked like they had a good meat. Why is that? Was it because of Halloween? I was gonna say the same thing that just it just didn't seem. I like I, I had high hopes for the meat, but I see, it just didn't seem like anybody had fun. Like I keep I keep saying things like because um, like okay, um, I know Sheila competed. I no, nothing came from her. No, she didn't. Sheila didn't anything compete. from Sheila. Oh, she didn't. No. Okay, she, Val Sheila had a good compete. meat though. I'm I'm happy that Val at least had fun. Yeah. I don't know if she had a good meat, but she had. She said she had fun. She had PRs working with you, so shortly. But like, I saw a lot of like you know those posts that people make when they're like, 
day didn't go the way I wanted it to be. Seems kind of crazy. Blah blah blah. This experience, we like we didn't even see those. I saw, yeah. I saw like Tim posted that. I saw like, um, uh, did Najee compete? Yeah, she competed. Najee competed, right? Yeah, like, I, like, like. It, I mean, I don't know. I didn't even see anything from. I, yeah, I guess I just I didn't see a lot. But the stuff that I did see was only positive from Val, and everything else was just kind of like vague so if, if we answer your question from my perspective it didn't seem like a good meet but i don't know what was it a good meet okay so i think it was it was mixed it had uh so yeah you, like oh, you said also, like you, didn't you, sam lift on sunday but he was supposed to lift on saturday or something i, I heard, I heard he, he you know he does like those story posts where he's like in the left hand corner of the of the camera and he's like looking away and he make like a vague caption, and he had like the thought <laughs> bubble of his missed squat attempts. Yeah, like it's really hard to follow, but I still I try to piece it together, like into some yeah. sort of like national treasure kind of like. Well, okay, um, well that yeah, well, that was Sam. No, Sam was supposed to compete on Sunday, and he competed on Sunday. And like, yeah. if you that that story, I guess um, the judges were a little bit strict on on that day, and like he was like, I guess he was showing like the. His attempts, lifting, yeah, lifting cast, and yeah. like how many, how many missed attempts like his flight had. I couldn't follow. Oh, that's what it was. I was like, damn, it was, it was all his whole, attempts. It was, the, it was the whole flight. <laughs> oh, it was the whole flight, and like they had a lot of missed attempts. I was like, damn, uh, Sam had fifteen attempts today. What the hell? Was <laughs> <he doing?"> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, it, it was just referencing, referencing the. Yeah, the the judge like the strict judging or like how many people missed attempts. Yeah, I his thought flight. he said no. I thought he said something like well, I was supposed to lift yesterday. LMAO, o o o o o. You know, he like did? when people do know. that. You know what I'm talking about? Maybe maybe I'm wrong, but I saw I, that. I didn't see that. I I did see that. You know, not everybody had a a, a great day. Do you think it, that was in in part because of? And we don't have to, we don't have to go over anybody's numbers. No, nor nor do I think we should. Uh, I just want to know. Do you think that it was? In, in part due to the judging or do you think it was because travel because it was spooky season what do you think okay so i mean i can go over uh over like everyone everyone's performance i mean uh i'm not i'm not, I'm not here to hide anything like i'll be transparent with everything uh, and i think like, it'll be good to kind of hear your perspective so day one like i said we had five lifters um uh, the the guy I handled the friend I handled did did well. He had one missed uh, squat. The first attempt was missed on depth, and it, that mm-hmm. kind of threw off his uh, like his squat like his squat attempts. But yeah. he still did his. He's coached by by David. He did really well. Um, one eight four nine, only missing the opener squat. Um, but yeah, I think he did. He, he was he, yeah he was happy. He, he yes, seemed yeah, happy. Solid me. Go over yeah. Val. I'm curious. What had well, Val? Did she go nine for nine? Val went eight for nine. Which, only which missing, attempt did she miss? Uh, missing her third bench, uh, which is so like, the plan for her. Um, mm-hmm. I guess for her for her squat, like we were going in um, with a plan to hit one ten. Like that was yeah. that oh, would have been like a, that would have been a PR for her and like uh, pounds, obviously, right? One ten kilos bench. Hundred ten kilos. Now we're talking about the squat. Oh, I was gonna say, no, get get out of here! What are you talking about? <laughs> That's more than yeah, I no, bench. Yeah, so so yeah, she squatted one ten, and actually it looked like she had a little bit left in the tank. So that was that was a me PR, um, and I guess like 
to go back. We only had 15 weeks to uh, yeah to work with. Uh, so squat. But she said she hit uh, PRs over everything, right? Yeah, she PR'd on everything. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the, the squat went, I thought it went well. It seemed like she got, so so the way the way I look at it is, so like the lifter, obviously like we have, like my, my part as a coach is like, I'm, I'm trying to manage their stress, like how much, uh, like their programming is just how much stress can you handle? And you tell me like what your recovery is like. Like so, so if someone tells me like I'm, I only I only get X amount of sleep, I only get this food in. Like I only like they they give me um this those variable to work with. And yeah, my my part as a coach is to manage how much stress I think they can do well with. Right. Okay. Uh, right. Yeah. So for yeah, so for so the way the way I see it is like I'm trying to. You're investing uh, with me, like you're. I'm, I'm gonna take care of uh, your stress management, and you tell mm-hmm, me like how mm-hmm. much the recovery is more like how much, um, how much, how much you're investing, basically. Yeah, and like the the return will be how much, uh, yeah, the super compensation, like how, what the adaptations would be, like how much return you're getting back, right? Okay, so, I get that. Yeah. So yeah. So everyone comes in and tell me like, okay, well, those are those are the variables for you to work with, and I think like for me to kind um, of expect expect more of a lifter. Like I know, like people have lives outside of lifting. Like you're not gonna, you don't have all your day every day to dedicate to this. Like you're not going to be able to sometimes like get your sleep in. Like you might be able to yeah, um, jobs, get your food in. families. Yeah. Yeah. So my, my job is just to kind of manage everything. And like the way, the way I kind of assess how I did as a coach is like, did I manage your stress enough mm-hmm. with the resources you gave me? And did you get a good return with like what, what you invested with me? Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, does, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, I mean, okay. and, and like, and like, in, like with anything, investments don't always yield returns. Sometimes investments yield losses. Sometimes, you know, ups and downs. Right. It, yes, but I think so. I think there's two parts to it. I think the the lifter like always there's always room for improvement from the lifter side. Like we're not gonna we're argu- we're not arguing that. Like you can always get a little bit more sleep. You can always get you can get your nutrition a little bit better. You can always manage your stress. Um, but that's, I don't think that's the point. I think like for me to kind of um, set you up for, for success, mm-hmm. I have to, um, like I'm not, if, if I try to force you to give me more resources um, versus me managing the stress correctly, yeah, I think doing, that's doing more the best of what on, you have. Yeah, I think that's more on my part versus the lifter's part. Because you have, like I said, like you have limited resources. Like I can't just keep asking you to do more if that's all you can do. Like what I can do as a coach, I can tell you like, okay, well, this those are the resources you're giving me. This is the, the amount of stress I should be giving you so you can. So it's... um. 
it's equal or less than what you can recover from so we can get some adaptations out of it. Yeah, you're compensating. Um, yeah. So the way I see it is like those are resources and if I if I don't get the results I want and I know what the lifter is going through, I know it's more on it's more on me than the lifter. So hold on wait, let me let me stop you and kind of just cuz it, it sounds like what you're saying is in in relation to some of the lifters performances and so like i mean is that what is that what you're getting at like yeah some so, people's so performance was based off of their their own like their contributing elements of the coach athlete relationship like either they were busy life got in the way in some capacity their stress levels increased like is that is yeah. that what i'm hearing I'm, I'm trying to set it up where i can tell you like how i feel mm. uh, about okay. their return like did they get the return they deserve or could I have done anything better from the coaching perspective? Okay. Yeah. So for Val, like looking at um, like the stress, like how much, like how I manage your stress and like how I manage the training, I think she got a good return. I think I'm mm-hmm. happy with how she did. She seemed cool. super happy. Like she seemed, she did. Um, yeah. She seemed like very happy with how, how she performed. So um, I think she said it was like the first meet that she's actually had a good time at. I could be wrong saying that, but she said that, I mean, I, I know that she made it seem like this was a really big deal that she had a good meet. Yeah. So from like an athlete perspective, she seemed very happy, which is obviously like I'm providing a service. So I want you, I want you to be happy. Like that's my priority. If, if you're not happy, like if there's something I can do better. Right. So she seemed happy. And I think she got like from like how I manage stuff. I think like, I did, I did well. Like I'm happy with how things turned out. Um, like uh, we'll go over her numbers. Like she squatted one ten. That was I think a two and a half kilo PR. Um, she she came off of like she wasn't happy with her old coach and like she was kind of regressing. So it was good to see her get back to where she was before and even surpass it. And her bench, she benched um, sixty-seven and a half, and I think that was like a seven and a half kilo PR. We all we so we did sixty-five kilos um, like two days out. And with the tricky thing with female benches and like those benches under like I would say like under eighty kilos, under ninety kilos, those two and a half kilo increases are like such like they're massive. Yeah, percentage press. Yeah, it's a massive percentage increase. Like I know you you were talking about the weightlifting, and how they have options for one kilo, one kilo, yeah, one kilo, yeah. Uh, so we knew. So going into the meet, like I knew she wasn't quite at seventy kilos, and and I knew sixty seven would be like a comfortable second. So we were like, well, we can just do. Like 62, 65, 67, and just take what we know is there. Or we can open with 65, which will still move really easy. Because like jumping from 65, like it will move like at a 7. Then jump into 67, I can move like at an 8.5. Then if we jump another 2.5, it's either like it'll be like an RPE 11, like she would fail it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I get that. I made so, that mistake with Ruth that one time where I gave her like a 5 kilo jump on bench instead of a 2.5, and, and it made all the difference. Yeah, so we went two and a half kilos all the way through, but since since the since we know opening with sixty five is safe, uh, we opened with that, then jumped to sixty seven, which was also um, it was it was a comfortable 
attempt. Like we knew she had it in the tank. And for the third, we were like, well, it's, it's, we will try to see like if there is something on midday that will get you that extra two and a half, which is not likely. But since the, the two and a half, like we can, we, we can, we can play with it because like those, like how easy 65 will move and how uh, comfortable 67 is, we can take a stab at a PR. Which is not super compensation? Is that a term for it? Like when you go into a meeting, sometimes you can gain you can gain a few kilos in strength. Yeah, which it which wasn't which wasn't really I wasn't really expecting that. Like I was just expecting like well maybe if the like the bench is like super sticky and like it's uh, like the conditions are like way like they're so good that you can like somehow muscle up. Uh, like the extra two and a half, but I knew like yeah, I going it. in, I was like six, like sixty-eight and a half, like was her like the limit, maybe even sixty-nine kilos, but seventy seemed a little bit out of reach. Yeah. Even if you see like the sixty-seven and a half, like it, um, if you look at it, it's like oh well, she looks looks like she has two and a half, maybe even five kilos. Um, but knowing her training, we know like she's probably not not at seventy yet. But we just we just went for it just for just for the fun of it. Uh, but that was her only missed attempt, uh, the seventy kilos, and deadlifts. Um, uh, not sure what what I know she PR'd her deadlift. I think maybe by two and a half kilos. Um, yeah, deadlift went like went well too. I think uh, so. I'm happy with how like the programming was for squats and bench deadlifts. I think we I can do I can change it a little bit where she gets more practice with heavier weights. I think um. I think it can do a little better with as far as the deadlift programming, um, but yeah, she still did. I think she did really well. She was happy. I'm happy. Um, but yeah, moving into moving to Eric. Eric competed in the third session. His goal going to the meet is to qualify for collegiate nats, and so we had everything kind of Wait, planned Eric's out. In college. Yeah. Oh, what? Which Eric? Are there? Is there were there two Eric's? There's only one Eric. One Eric. I didn't know he was yeah. so young. I thought he was older. I thought he was like my age. No, he's like 22, I think. I don't oh, know. He's, he's young. Good for him. But yeah. Uh, so Eric competed at the Europa. That was, when was it? June, July. Mm-hmm. And he wanted to do another meet to qualify for uh, collegiate Nats. And so for collegiate Nats, he's a, he's a 93 kilo lifter. Mm-hmm. So for for him to qualify, he needs a sixty six fifty seven and a half kilos, and for it's funny because for one hundred fives, like the weight class above, he needs a six fifty kilos kilo to qualify. Uh, so it's like seven and a half kilos under for one hundred fives versus ninety threes. Uh, so we the plan was, we can go like worst case, like if the strength is not there for the six fifty seven and a half. Uh, we'll just secure the 105 qualifying total and just compete as a 105 if he wants to do collegiate nationals as a 105. So going into the meet, I think from what he said uh, from his post, he said like he had uh, one of the best preps like he's had. And the thing with Eric, like he makes this, uh, I'd say it's easy to coach eric as far as like how much um like i said like we we're talking about the stress and the recovery the adaptation 
So the recovery part, like he would, that he invests is big enough that um, I would be very disappointed if he didn't do do that well. Oh, okay. He's he, yeah, he's just a really good lifter. Like he takes care of everything outside of lifting. His um, like he always kind of plans out everything too, as far as the um, uh, the programming. Like he's in he's in tune with how we want to run those blocks to get like the most out of them. Um, so yes, yeah, so, like so the way he did. Um, as far as squats, like I know last last meet he wasn't too happy with like how how his squat was progressing at the Europa, and from that meet to this one, we added we went from I think two twelve and a half at the Europa to two twenty five this meet, and it looked like he had up to he said like he felt like he had up to two thirty uh, in the tank, so I'm happy with how we how I adjusted his training to get that squat moving. I think we, we did really well with that mm-hmm. um, bench. He benched 167 and a half. Um, I think that's, that's a seven and a half kilo PR. I'm not really Heck sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he deadlift uh, looking at his training. Cause with, with Eric, I know some people like would, I talked. I talked about Eric's training before and how he kind of peaks super hard. Um, if if you're familiar with like emerging strategies, like any uh, like RTS, um, not that I mean, I use some of their concepts. And one thing they uh, they talk about is like how the how, how how a lifter responds to training. Like they have like they say like there is like three types of responses to training. Like one. Uh, type one would be like the most uh, most popular where like you're just getting better throughout your block like you're just adding like one percent every week and like you have like a type two where like you get better first week then next week you dip then you get back to then you start getting better again where the most interesting one i think eric is like one of my most interesting lifters as far as programming because he's uh what, what would you would call like a type three is like his first um like four weeks of training and for him like his his time to kind of get the highest performance is five weeks like his time to peak um so like his first four weeks of training would look stagnant as far as um where his numbers are going like it seems like he's not really going anywhere like he would hit his SMA one rep max is kind of staying the same throughout the block or maybe increasing by like one or two percent, um, but then on week five, that's and, and without changing anything, his numbers will just shoot up by five percent or something, something crazy. Like his his deadlift would go up twenty five pounds, um, like from week four, like he would deadlift five hundred, and it would look like a seven seven and a half. Then week five, he would deadlift like five twenty five five thirty. Uh, maybe a little bit more if, if we're pushing the RPE, but oh yeah, but his SMA you know, RPE max goes up by like five percent. Um, so it's it's really interesting how, like how to peak him. Um, um, so his deadlift, looking at his deadlift training, he hit a two fifty five kilo deadlift in training, and seeing that like he can deadlift two fifty five in training, I like I knew he can deadlift up to 
like 270 plus like 270 i would say like top end like 275 like 20 kilos added to that um and if you look at his deadlift like it showed he hit that 265 kilo deadlift and it looked like he had like a comfortable five to seven and a half kilos and maybe 10 if we're trying to push it so i'm, I'm happy with how everything turned out so you're I happy think, with eric yeah so like with like how how like how much he's investing and like how like how i manage everything i think like he got a good return uh from me like as, as a coach um then we have timmy timmy competed yeah day one two hey real you quick were, before you get into yeah. timmy what's up with timmy yelling before his uh lift he made a <laughs> compilation about that and i was just like <laughs> Sydney, I get it. Yeah, I get it. You know, quirky. But it's, I'm just like, just what's up with that? Timmy is, man. Like, that's look. That's, no shade, damn. dog. I'm just saying. What's you, up? With you that? like it? Or you don't like it? I I find it super funny. Yeah, I, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't matter if I like it or if I don't like it. I'm just asking, what's up? With it? Is that is, is that him singing a song that he was like listening yeah. to before the platform, or is that him like singing a song that that's, gets like? Uh, does he have a song for each lift? Like, what's up with that? I, I never talked to him about it. I just, I mean, you never talked I, to him I, about. I, it. About it. no, I I just support I support it. I really like like him doing that. I just okay, I just cool. enjoy All right, yeah, I enjoy watching. That's, I had to ask because he made a whole compilation. It's, yeah, it's just funny. About like one of the the judge closer, like closest to the um, the warm up room. Mm-hmm. Like, she was watching him, and like she was just like dying the whole time. She was laughing. Yeah, she was like, is he okay? Yeah, she's yeah. What, like, he would go up to, what division is he in? <laughs> He would go up to the platform and like he would sing a song and like I guess like the the, the lyrics would go like I'm sorry yeah I don't know yeah it yeah <laughs> so, yeah something so like I, that so I would look at the judge I'm like yeah I I, I am sorry I I'm am sorry. as well I'm Me sorry too. too yeah she's but, like no yeah. music on the platform <laughs> but yeah he um Timmy went eight for nine uh, only missing his third deadlift okay. uh, so looking at like how Timmy performed. I think I wasn't I wasn't too happy with like the squat progress and also like he he competed at the Europa um from what he, from what he was, from what he was saying he said like he was kind of well I don't, I'm not really sure it's kind of hard to tell with lifters because lifters will will try to be kind of positive and like yeah they'll be tough yeah so like it's kind of hard to you kind of have to look at it objectively and kind of judge how, yourself. Like if they're happy or not. How did that second not. attempt move? They'd be like, "Oh, it moved yeah. easy." They'd be like, "Oh, did yeah. it? <laughs> did it?" No, no, I'm talking about more about the like how they uh, felt about their performance. Like if they were happy or not. Because like they would, like with Timmy, like he said, like he was he was happy with how, with how much progress he made in this short period of time. Uh, but for me, like I am not. I'm not as. I'm not. I don't think he was as happy as he said he was. Mm, okay. I think with, with yeah, I think with the squat, he only added two and a half kilos on his squat. Um, I think so. What I, so what we did from the Europa to this meet, I wanted to experiment with like a different programming for his for his squat. Uh, I wanted to try like more higher up stuff. See like if he responds well to it. And honestly, it didn't go didn't go well. Uh, so we went back okay. to yeah, so we went back to what works, and moving forward, like we we have, I think I guess good to experiment, and kind of find out what works and what doesn't, and like that that didn't really work, which is I think it which is fine, but I mean I wasn't really 
super happy with how how much he got on his squat bench. I think he PR'd his bench by five kilos, um, which is from from the Europa to now. I think that's that's decent. That's like that's a that's a that's a good return. Like it's not too bad. It's not really fantastic. It's just three months added five kilos to your bench. Um, that's that's better okay. than nothing. Yeah. Yes, better than nothing. Deadlift. His deadlift was at his deadlift training was going super well. Um, I know, like at his last meet, he did. He wanted to hit four reds, and I think he he hit two twenty at the meet. Um. Uh, at the Europa, and from the Europa to to now, his training was going like super well. He was hitting PRs every every block, and he ended uh, his prep with um, a two thirty deadlift, which is like ten kilos up. Um, so which so deadlift looked super strong, and we were banking on getting the like most of his PR out of that deadlift. Um, so at the Europa, he went nine for nine. He hit a two twenty two and a half third deadlift. Uh, the plan for this meet was to go for anywhere between two thirty to two thirty five. So we went two twelve, moved really well. Two twenty two moved really well. Um, and I gave him the option. I was like, well, we can go for two thirty two, or we can take like a safe two thirty. Uh, so we went for the safer route just like a secure just to secure uh, like a nice seven and a half heel PR on your deadlift um and it looked like the strength was there he just like he hit one of those like um he lost balance at the top like you see people like would like they would get the bar off the floor yeah like they would get the bar off the floor then like it would just dip forward at the the very top then like they would lock Mm -hmm. it out so so that happened um I'm not, I'm not really sure how how to feel about him missing that deadlift because um, like we knew going into the meet, I feel like his prep went well for for deadlifts and he seemed strong on the day like to hit um, that he to hit that PR, um, but like he lost balance, so I'm not really sure whether to be like happy, upset, or like as far as like from, from coaching perspective, like did I give them the best, um, um, like the best service yeah. over the I mean, best outcome. It's just some, like my, a small technical experience that, that you can't really. Exactly. You yeah. did all you can and it's up to the athlete to execute. And if it's something that's like as small as that, it's something that there's not really you, much you can do to expect perfection pre- and yeah. excellence. You can't predict that. Like that just, you know, sometimes that happens. Sometimes yeah. it doesn't. Yeah, so yeah, the more so you I focus have, on the small stuff, the more you lose the big picture. Yeah, so I have mixed feelings about the that last deadlift. Like I'm, um, no lie, it sure. kind of sounds like yeah. you're a little disappointed by this weekend and us. Is that true? Yeah, well, with the, with the first, like with Val, Eric, and Timmy, like I'm, like I said, like with Val, like I'm happy with how she did. Like I'm happy with how I did. Um. I think like she got like a good return like from like because like those listeners put put their trust in you like and they're investing with you so like you want to do the do you want to try to do your best like you don't want to fail someone like I'm trying to give you the best product that you can you can get and uh, like so I have to assess how I did from coaching perspective even if the lifter tells me one thing 
like I have to assess and see like did I do did I do well as a coach like can I do better um but but yeah with with the first with Val I think I think it was going well like I'm happy with how everything went uh, with went everything went Eric I'm happy with with that too Timmy um I'm I think it, it was it wasn't bad it wasn't good it was just like a fair return and moving forward like we have we can change some stuff so I'm not too upset about about Timmy I think we we could do better um well yeah so moving forward I guess like the last two or oh, we have three actually uh I'll go over Sam because Sam is um he's a diff he, he ha- his case is a little bit different than uh Naji and and Vin so Sam um he was having trouble can I uh so like I said like we'll go back to the stress recovery adaptation so his he was investing like his recovery was a lot better in past uh preps um and kind of moving into this prep um he was he didn't have as much to invest um into this prep let's say like he didn't have as much time um and uh like he had a lot of stuff going out going on outside of lifting um so as far as what he was giving me he was giving me a little bit less but so i talked to him about it i was like well like we know that you're you were missing days like we were you had high stress outside of lifting you lost weight like we know all these stuff um so as far as like the the lifter like he's giving me less to work with but i don't know if i did the best with like what he was giving me so like we know like he had less to work with but i wasn't sure if the result he got was like a good representation of uh how his recovery was like i don't know if i could have managed things better to get him better result it was it's 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 weird because I don't have hard objective numbers as far as uh, like you were getting this amount of sleep before and now you're giving me this amount of sleep and this amount of recovery. So you should expect like X percent lower return. It's kind of hard because like, there's a lot of variables. Yeah. Um, so I'm not, I'm not really sure how to, um, yeah, I'm not sure like how to feel about that because I talked to him. I was like, "Well, I don't know like if you're happy with like how your turn was." I know the expectations should have been a little bit lower because of how I much he was investing. We, yeah, because of yeah well, what you're going through. Um, so I talked to him. I think like going forward, he said like we'll we'll try to because now things seem a little bit more. He can, he can invest more back in <laughs> like his recovery should, should be a little bit better moving forward um so yeah he went seven for nine he missed two squats uh he missed his fir- her, his opener on depth um went up 10 kilos to 225 uh he got the lift but he missed it again on depth he got Good. called on depth oh he got the, okay okay oh it's rough yeah yeah, yeah, and, yeah. So he almost bombed out yeah yeah, he showed a video. It's kind of I mean, that's that's the thing with me. It's like you're gonna get different judging. So it's um, 
yeah, I mean, it's it's just it's just judging. Like you, you'll get different, uh, different calls for different different for for the same lift. Like if you have the same lift, you have different judges. You'll get probably like different calls from everyone. So it's 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 kind of hard to, um, yeah, it's kind of hard to tell like how his squat went because like exactly two, two, yeah, two twenty five moved fine. Like it looked like he had another like I would say like five to seven and a half kilos, which would have been under his best still but with everything considered i don't know it's it's i just don't know with, with sam it's uh it's mixed bag yeah it's, it's it's mixed because of how there's a lot of things that you can't put a number on uh is what i'm saying i don't know if that makes sense no, no i, I get it i mean it, yeah it's something that you can't yeah. always account for it just again like i get that as a coach you have to assess your performance um in order to improve your service um, overall, but it yeah, just it's seems not, like a lot. A lot of it's external factors you can't control. Yeah, it's it's yeah. There's a lot of external factors, but still, your job as a coach is to take those into account and make the best out of them. So I don't know, like if that was like the best outcome, and like if I managed things like the way I should have, or maybe I could have done better, um, or maybe like oh yeah, it's it's. Yeah, I'm not really sure. You know, oh, yeah. your coaching style, you manage what you can manage, and you manage exactly. it to the best of your ability. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think his deadlift is actually he he matched his best deadlift, um, and squat went 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 like it was it was kind of rough because of the missed uh, because of the calls, but still strength wasn't like where we where I would where I would want it. And bench was actually down too, and maybe that was because of the the weight loss, and uh, like everything else. So yeah, we'll we'll just leave it at like at that because like I, I'm not gonna ramble on about about how Sam. This, <laughs> no, I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, dude. yeah, do better, dude. <laughs> Spot no. lower. No, it's okay. Yeah, I get what lower. you're trying to say. Now, if I'm trying, yeah, if I yeah. hear what you're saying, is you're just trying to tell Sam squat lower, and it won't happen. Yeah, your words, that's, not that's, mine. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's what I said. That's exactly. Um, <laughs> okay, so the last last two we have um, Vin and Naji. Um, I guess I'll go over go over Naji's. Um, so Naji's, um, like I would say, like two blocks out. Like she w- she didn't really she was she as she was actually gonna pull out of the meet. Like her training wasn't her training was wasn't going, going well. well. Then it then her training wasn't her training after the Europa was going well. Then then it stopped going so well. Then it that the last block uh, we made some changes and things started clicking back again. Okay. Um. So going into the meet, her last uh her last heavy session, she squatted uh one fifty two and a half three thirty six, which was a ten pound PR gym PR. Um, her bench, I wasn't not sure. I think her bench was about the same. And, um, like we were doing, I think we were doing more work at the Europa prep. Like it seemed like it was actually a little bit too much. So I wanted to try giving her a little bit less and see if she can maintain or get, get a good return out of doing less. Uh, but that like, it seemed like it was either like she maintained bench strength or maybe even lost a little bit. So she might need actually more more bench work, which is more volume. 
Yeah, which is kind of annoying, like how much bench work you need to do. This is kind of what we uh, talked about before about like the the you know accommodation to volume and how you have to increase and how you have to ke- increase stimulus sometimes if you uh, if you adapt to it. Yeah. So yeah, that that was still still uh, we're still working on that. Like it's it's always going to be like a work in progress. Like I was, we'll have to experiment with some stuff until we find something that that works well. Um, but it seems like from the from what we collected, like it seems like she needs a little bit more work as far as benching. Um, and deadlift, deadlift, she hit she hit one eighty five, uh, but she missed it on grip training. But the strength strength seemed pretty good. Like her strength seemed up from from the Europa, uh, which was which was a good sign that her training is going well. So looking at how. Uh, I would say like her, her recovery and everything she was managing. I think she was doing like really well because um, her training was going, going well into it. She was sleeping more, trying to get things in. Like she was trying to uh, get her recovery even more. Like she was trying to put even more to invest into into this training. Yeah. Um. But yeah, her. So midday shows up and. Because of how her training were, was going, I didn't really do. We didn't really taper her training that much, like because like she was getting better. Like week one was at whatever, like three fifty kilo total. Then like week two, three sixty, three seventy, three eighty. So like there was no reason to change, like change anything because like things are progressing. Like why mess with it and um, like maybe have it even go worse, right? Yeah, so she was just, it was just like another training week then basically it without was, any it, sort of taper. Yeah, it was very close to like another training week. We just um we adjusted the deadlift just a tiny bit. And I don't know if that played a factor with how she did on, on midday. We just like we we were having her do like a secondary easier single and with some like with some back down volume and the last week we just lowered that single by one RPE and we did uh, like more practice singles too. So the workload wasn't that much different. We just tapered it just, just a tad. Um, and like she usually does her primary days on, on, on Saturday and like middays on Saturday. Uh, so we shows like we, we start warming up and everything seems like it's moving fine. She does her, her opener squat and it moves okay. Um, I was like, okay, well, worst case, we'll take the planned second attempt, and it might be a little bit harder than I would expect. So we might even just like take an extra, make take an extra two and a half. Um, so my expectation was like worst case scenario, like she will be as strong as she was last Saturday. Training. Yeah, yeah. So she does her second attempt. And she misses it. And I was like, well, like that is possibly like the first, the first time. Out of the ordinary. Yeah. This is the first time like this thing happens. Like I've never had any lifter miss a second attempt. So I was, I was honestly just like, I kind of froze up and I was like, well, like I'm, I have never experienced this before. It was, it was kind of like a, like a reality check is like, hey, like you're, this is a yeah, this like, is a possibility. 
yeah, like I was like, well, like this has never never happened before. Like it was kind of hard for me to actually like react and kind of know like, uh, like how to deal with it because like it never happened before. It was like a new a new thing. Um, so we we retook it. We huh? You had to have bounced back quickly enough to put a third attempt in. Did you just retake it? Yeah, well, I mean, we, we're not going to go up, so the only option is to retake it. It was, it was, it was a super close miss on the second. Um, so she went out there for her third. Uh, she got it. Like it was a super grinder. Oh, um, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, bench, bench went. I honestly, I don't know. I think it went like the same as the Europa, or maybe even like two and a half under. So the, the squat was still like a five kilo PR. But it didn't reflect what training was telling us. Um, and deadlift, actually, deadlift was like the most uh, like disappointing from like a. I'm pretty sure like she. I'm sure she wasn't happy, and mm, like I was. Okay, okay. I wasn't. I wasn't happy either, as far as like how things went like and how like from a coaching perspective i was like i could have done things better like i w- i've never had anyone miss second attempts before um i have it's fine so yeah like so the deadlift warm more like she was warming up um we did have to change like because she missed on grip on uh and training we had to just make a small change like where you grip a little bit wider so you can Hold on to the knurling so the bar doesn't slip out of your hand. Mm, okay, um, okay. So we had to make like I'm I'm not I'm I don't I'm not using that as an excuse or anything. I'm just saying like that's what you we had did. Yeah, that's what you had to do. Yeah. Um, like I'm not saying like that that made like a big difference. So we opened with 170. Warmups were fine. Like they were moving okay. Uh, opened with 170. Moved, moved okay. Actually, looking back at it, I think I should have taken a smaller jump, like from our planned. Maybe I should have taken seven and a half kilos instead of uh, sticking with the plan, the one eighty, then taking what whatever is left. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the plan was like, we'll we'll try to go for one eighty seven, up to one one eighty seven. If like the second flies, we'll go up to like maybe even one ninety. So I was like, there is no way, like in my head, I was like, there is no way she would lose like five kilos of strength like in, in this week, right? Yeah. Or maybe even more because like you hit 185 at like RPE 9 and like we, like this training, did, training didn't change, like nothing really, we didn't really do anything drastic. Um, So like my, my expectation was like, well, yeah, like worst case scenario, like she would hit. Uh, like the same, maybe a little bit under. I didn't really expect strength would be down by like over ten kilos. Yeah. So we went from one seventy to one eighty, and she she missed one eighty, and I was like, well, like it's it was like one of those things that you're like you're kind of your hard drops, and you're like like what like what, what the happened? hell happened? Like, yeah, yeah like what the hell on? happened? Um, yeah. and so it could be it could be so like. One thing could have played a factor is like the squad grinder maybe tax her a little bit, but that's still. So looking at the again, I'll go back to 
like how I feel about what she got as a return from what she invested in this training. I think she was actually investing a lot more and like she was doing well into like going to this meet and like she got probably like the worst like case scenario return. Like she didn't get uh, what she would hope for. Like even like I think she lost money on her investment and like it felt like it was more like on my part. Like I think I could have managed things a lot better because like West not that is not what I would expect. Like if I was if I wasn't in her in her shoes, like I would expect something more. Like I would expect a better return, especially since I'm giving you like those like I'm giving you more than I have before and like I didn't get what I what I hoped for. It felt so for Najee and Vin, like Vin had a similar experience. It felt like I kind of failed like those two. Um, yeah, it's kind of what I'm getting from what you're saying is that that's, I think what you're, what you're feeling here. Yeah. Cause honestly, like, this is like the first time like I've experienced something like this mm-hmm. and, um, no, I felt, I felt super, yeah, yeah, I felt super like disappointed in mm-hmm. how I did. I think like the, like the lifters did their part and it felt like I didn't give them what they deserve. Like, I'm sorry, man. Na- yeah, Najee and, and Vin, um, I, I, had, I had to kind of go back and kind of reflect and see like what, like how, how did this happen? Because I like, guess, um, like it never happened before. And like, it made, made me feel that I'm, uh, like I got like too comfortable, like mm. with how, your um, your training style, yeah, like it made me kind of like trust my intuition and like my programming and like how things because like oh like things always go well right like why like you'd never um, expect them to go any other way because it never it never has, yeah. but then you have like this meet where I have lifters I have Naji missing second attempts. Like it makes makes me want to like it makes me reevaluate um, what went wrong from from my from my end. Um, but yeah, I think um I think she like as far as what she did, I think she was doing really well. Um, obviously, like she, like everyone can do better as far as a, like lift. Like we all like we all lift. We can do a little bit better. But I think she was doing like as well as she could have and maybe even um, better than she has before. Um, there's obviously things we can, uh, we can work on as far as like weight selection and all that. But even with all that considered, um, even if, even if you overshot or did this or did that, um, whenever I write your attempts, like I'm taking all that into consideration, like, Oh, you overshot your last heavy deadlift so i'm probably not gonna give you um like five ten kilos over what you hit in the gym i'll probably just gonna match it maybe go a little bit under it so with the attempts like those are should be a representation of um how you did in training like what you like all the stuff you gave me like all the data you gave me i'm going based off that so there's no reason for you to be missing second attempts um, 
and like that's like that's 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 what happened and looking back at it it's like well like there's something i did i did wrong um which is like i'm i'm still you're still trying to figure it out yeah i don't know i don't know man i i don't know if it's something that you did wrong necessarily i don't i feel like uh and this is just my opinion you don't have to take it not that you're asking for it. Actually, do you want my opinion? You can say no. I don't yeah, think it's no, really I worth. Think, I no. I think you. Should, yeah, I should give me your opinion. Yeah. My my opinion is that um, things sometimes happen that are beyond your control. But I also think that things like what happened this weekend, um, it's good to it's good to go away as a coach to reassess your performance in order to improve. But I don't think it's necessarily. I don't think it's something that you have to consider as a pass or fail. I think it's something you have to look at uh, empirically from a data aspect or a data gathering aspect. Um, because as, as coaches, we, we, in, we improve just like our athletes improve. You know, I don't think any coach worth anything is going to assume that they are the greatest that they are ever going to be at any given moment. Um, well, some, some, some would, and like some, I guess like the whole, point, yeah, me, so the, I'm just curious. Okay, so, we could talk about it maybe so, after the podcast. So we don't put anybody on blast, but well, like, I, you th- well, I'm not, not, not really naming any names, but I think yeah. after, like after this kind of performance, um, like it's easy, it's easy to um, kind of look at, look at some variables and kind of blame one specific variable um, and just go with that, right? Like it's easy to kind of just look at what, like how they performed and be like, oh, well, like if I want to take the easy, easy way out, I can just say, well, yeah, you were overshooting your, like this, like you overshot this, um, this single, you overshot this one. Um, uh, and can I just like put it, like put that as an excuse mm-hmm. and like avoid, um, like avoid my my responsibility as a coach, which yeah, um, yeah, which I, is I get, not something. I yeah, it's just not something I want to do. No, like I want I want it to be as like as objective and like a like two way like, street. Yeah, it's either you got like you got what you invest, like you got a good return from what for what you invested, or you didn't get what you deserve, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I and said, my at, my opinion though is just. To, to put it into shorter words, my opinion is that you should give yourself some slack and not be overly critical about everything you contributed and definitely look but at I, both both ends. That's just, that's just my opinion. I, I, well, I think um, I, I get what you're, where, where you're coming from, but also if I'm not super critical, um, how do I ensure that this doesn't happen again because you look at the data you you're not i don't i'm not saying not to look at the data i'm just saying don't be overly critical about every little thing that you did take yeah, the emotion it, out of it and then it just takes, look at it from a non-emotional standpoint but i mean that that is what i'm trying to um put, like that's what i'm trying to get to is like like from what the data and everything was saying is like they're they're doing their part but at the end it didn't pan out like the way it should have what were we gonna say josh oh that i mean if you're looking at everything objectively and you're you're still kind of picking out like what what could have gone wrong and you don't have a clear and concise answer then 
you know, don't don't be too hard on yourself. You you'll need more experience. That's that's like like in the like in the healthcare world, when you don't have a clear and concise answer, it just means you need more time and you need to do more research. You know, it's it's one of those things where it's not that you lack the knowledge, it's that you you kind of lack like the the framework to put into it what you're missing, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 like you you know that there's some part of like your coaching that you could have improved on. You just don't have the framework that you can um like you know compartmentalize it or use as um usable knowledge. So yeah, you know, don't I, don't don't be too hard on yourself that you don't have that yet. Like that just comes with time. And I think that a lot of the a lot of the responsibility is put on the athlete and I'm, you know, that's just a cold hard fact of it or not. So I think that as a coach, you can only control so much of what happens on meet day and that, you know, Murph- Murphy's law is a concept that anything that can go wrong will go wrong. And I think that that's, that, that, that just shows sometimes, you know, ripple effects, bad days happen. I'm not saying don't look at the data, like Josh said, you, you, you're going to, just because you don't have the skills maybe now that you think you need them I and you won't get them. But I just think that, you know, I don't know. I, I just don't think that you should be as critical on yourself as you are. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I guess from like the way, the way, the way I see it is there's, there's a limited amount of factors that play into how you perform on midday. Yeah. And like most of the factors were, uh, like as far as like from from a lifter perspective, like they were controlled like fairly well. Like they were um, they weren't doing anything that would hurt their performance by this much. Yeah. Um, and meet conditions where like were okay. Like they're not really a big. Like it wasn't like super hot in there that they're losing like ten pounds of water or anything. It seemed. Everything seemed just good enough for an average, for a, or maybe for a, yeah, yeah, good meet for good performance for, yeah. for a decent, for at least a decent result. Um, but the, the the result didn't really reflect what like all the variables would tell you. So, like the only like the only variables that are left to look at is like what have I done wrong to have that like suboptimal performance um and i don't think i don't think it's it's me being super critical i think that's just me being like object like i need to be as objective as i can can possibly be that's fine to to have this like i don't want this to happen again and like i wanna i wanna get better yeah i feel yeah yeah. i feel like i Um, feel like no matter what it will happen again though at some point in time but I mean, this is like I've been coaching and handling people for like I don't even know how long. It's been it's been years, and like out of every meet that I've handled or um, like coach people, this like I've never had this like like this, this outcome. Things go wrong. Yeah, this outcome. Like I've never had anyone miss second attempt on like on strength. Or, or what seemed like strength, at least from looking at it. Um, so it could, there is something that went wrong 
and like it's not like I, I shouldn't just um like let it go like I have to like I have to find out what what and why this happened um just like I, I just so it doesn't happen again like I I don't want um yeah, like to feel course. so just dis- I don't want to feel super like so disappointed in my um in my in the service that I provided this, those people like they they put their trust in you and um th- you don't end up with like the result that they like that they want um I guess like I have to do something better um but yeah as far as like I guess what uh for 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 Vin I guess like we'll go over that too um Vin ended up hitting uh 212 and a half uh, two twelve and a half on squats, which was a two and a half kilo PR from Europa. Mm-hmm. Uh, bench, yeah, bench. I think he. Uh, I want to say he matched his best, or maybe he hit a. I'm not sure. Maybe he matched it or hit a two and a half kilo PR. I'm, I think he matched it. Um, with his bench. Um, I think he he was going through like a shoulder, like a trap. Uh. Oh, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know if you would call it like an injury or like, um, a little rough patch. Was, yeah, he was going through some some rough um, training as for like with like managing managing his shoulder, um, so we had to make some adjustments. But I think his bench came back on midday and, um, which was I think it, I think it went okay. Like it went well because of like where uh, where he was and considering like the the shoulder stuff i think it was good to kind of come back and even match match your best but as far as deadlifts um i was also like with his deadlift that was like the lift that we put the most most work in um and like his training was going super well with deadlifts like he hit like 230 in training which was like he he had that goal of um hitting 220 like the 500 pound um deadlift um, so he hit that and some more. So at the at the gym, like it seemed like he was good for like a ten kilo or more PR on his deadlift. Um, and like come come midday, like squat went like squat. He hit two and a half bench matched it, and we were like, okay, well, like now it's time for us to uh, cash out those like return. Um, yeah, for 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 your deadlift. But like he hits his opener, like and it moves, moves okay. I was like, okay, well, the same thing happens. Where I was like, well, let's go for, like, worst case is like you'll hit that to like that second attempt, and it moves a little bit slower, and maybe we'll have to take a small jump from the second and the third. And he misses his second, and like he's like, well, yeah, like I think like that's like I'm I'm let's crash the third one. So yeah, so yeah, it's the same. It's the same experience with like Vin and Naji like ha- coming in, and like the work has been put in the gym, but like you come in to meet, and there is there is nothing there. Um, but yeah, like I, I guess it it just made me kind of reevaluate, and I guess like I just felt super disappointed in um, like how how they did and like how. Um, I think I, it just felt like I could have done done more, yeah, uh, to, to prevent that. 
Just do um, better next time. Whatever that, whatever that looks like, whatever the, whatever the result is, whatever you know, analysis you put into it. Just you know, don't don't be discouraged. Just do better. It's a continuous. It's a continuous growth aspect, and and this is something that's going to make you better overall. So look at it as a positive and an opportunity to grow, as opposed to a negative, um, as opposed to a few few bad lifts. Yeah. Cool. No. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It'll make you better. You'd be a better a better coach, and you're already the best. So imagine being better after being the best. Yeah, it'll just take some time for you to figure out. I mean, yeah. knowing your your analytical brain, you'll figure it out quick. But you know, like you said, just back to the drawing board, and yeah. you, you just have to reanalyze. That's what makes yeah, it so fun. Get, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of weird because like this is, um, like I, I, it's not the, it's like probably like the worst performance of like I've. I've had like to to handle yeah. like to coach through, so like yeah. it was it's like it's like it's like it's just something new. We had like we had three lifters that did well, um, a couple that didn't do well, and um, yeah, like Sam was just uh, <laughs> it's, it's hard to tell. It's it's hard to tell with everything. Uh, I guess like the. The the ones that like, the ones that hurt the most was like was Vin and Naji and like the like I was happy with the rest. Um, it's it's kind of weird kind of driving back because like I couldn't really focus on like the wins. I couldn't really oh. I couldn't really I couldn't really think about how like how well um, Val and not and uh, Eric did like yeah. how how Timmy seemed happy with his performance too. Like the only thing you can think of is, like how how did this happen to, um, Vin and Naji? Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess we'll we'll just have to like reassess everything and move forward from there. Yeah, I mean, it looks like you and I both had uh, first time experiences this weekend, and us. My first time at a Olympic weightlifting meet, and your your first time having kind of a mixed bag of uh, athletes, kind of not doing as well as they were maybe expected to do. So, I mean, hey, you know what, man? Both of you and I were coming out of this weekend with uh, with some learning experiences. So, um, it seems like I think we'll, we'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll reflect on them as a positive. How about that? In some capacity. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess, it's, I mean, yeah, if you look at it as a learning experience, like that's, that's, that's a positive, yes. Yeah, that's the valuable, that's the valuable, yeah, and on that note, we will we'll wrap it up there. Um, thanks again so much for listening. Listen to us every Tuesday, wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Spotify. <laughs> Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It absolutely helps. Uh, follow us on Apple Podcasts as well, if that's where you listen to us. But thank you again so much for tuning in for another week. Have a great week. And then while we do that, we got a little of this. <laughs> what are we doing? Oh, Jesus Christ, what is this? Oh, that's Timmy. Hey, shout out Timmy. Tell me, tell me why. I like the video. I like the video. I like the video.